chicken wings and watch the Bengals play. I'm about to get a couple drinks and watch the Bengals game. My city like a zoo, we just watch the Bengals play. And I don't know about you, I'm about to watch the Bengals game. Who Go who they, go who they, who Welcome back, Ed. Yes, sir. I don't know if they're snaring your headphones. It's my turn to snare over my headphones. <laughs> I turned your mic on, but I'm mine. Yes, sir. Uh, dude. Yes. It's Pittsburgh week. Oh, I'm jacked. It's Pittsburgh week. Before we get to that, though. Yeah, well, it's not good. Too hard part ahead of ourselves. Um. So, it is two weeks later since our last podcast. Yeah. You true. had a man cold last week. Uh, that's called allergies? You had a man cold last week. Uh, that's called allergies? You were hurting so bad that you couldn't get out of bed. What are you talking about? With a man cold. I got out of bed. I don't know. I saw plenty of gifts that you were sending me where it was all in bed with tissues and not feeling good. It's called allergies. Or a man cold. Or Allergies. I'm glad you're feeling better, bud. Oh, thanks. Got, uh, the, got the new cut and everything. Did, when did it? It's been it's been two weeks, bro. Wow. I got this done. Not the yeah. week you had a man cold. No, I got this done like Monday, yeah. last Monday, I think. Oh. Yeah, right before the man cold. Right before the allergies hit. Yeah, man cold allergies. So uh, allergies. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh week. That it is, sir. That it is. Safeties for the Bengals, about 13 yards back. Tannehill back to throw. Under pressure, moving up. Got hit from behind. The ball comes loose. Gets scooped up. Sam Hubbard runs it into the end zone. But there are two penalty flags near the 10-yard line. That's holding on the Dolphins, Dan. They grabbed. The pressure was coming on the backside of Tannehill. Holding. Offense, number 70. The penalty's declined. The result of the play. Carlos Dunlap with a strip sack. The loose ball scooped up by Sam Hubbard, and he runs it into the end zone for a touchdown that will stand. Did you watch the game? I did. So, a couple things in that whole call that stand out to me. Okay. First off, Sam Hubbard having a great rookie season. Isn't he not? Yes. Um, I love that he's a Cincinnati product from Moeller High School, if you guys didn't already know. Um, And then he went to that school up north that they refer to as the Ohio State. Yes. Um, But after that, we got him back. Um, So, (laughs) they they called it a fumble recovery. I'm not sure that that wasn't... I don't think the ball even touched the ground. I'm not... Well, I mean, it hit a a face mask and bounced off and he caught it. But they called it a fumble. I'm still not sure it wasn't an interception, to be quite honest with you, because I thought his arm was moving forward. Um, but it did give Carlos Dunlap the strip sack. So it, I guess it just really depends on how you look at it, I suppose. But um, that was a hell of a game. And going back to Atlanta the week before, also a hell of a game. Uh, two games that I expected us to beat Miami. I didn't think we were going to beat Atlanta. No. And here we sit. Four and one going into Pittsburgh week, and I don't know that anybody in the city thought we were going to be four and one going into this week. Did we beat Atlanta? 
Are you serious? It's been a while, man. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We lost the Panthers. Yeah, you're okay. Correct. Right. Yeah. No, that um, was a good game, too. By the way, shout out to Joe Segbers, a uh, friend of the show. Also, the first writer on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, he put out a blog for his experience in Atlanta, and I finally got to be an editor. I was way you just stoked about that. People. It's great. Um, so you'd be sure Perfect to check job. out his, uh, his blog. It's going to be on our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. Also, while we're at it, uh, check us out on Facebook, Pardon Punctuation, on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy, on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. We are live, so you can call us 513-818-2077. Ed's going to work on opening the lineup. <laughs> um, call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes, whatever it is you want to talk about. Um, so, yeah, 4-1 and one after beating the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, and then at home last week against the Dolphins, heading into Pittsburgh week, it's really hard for this team, I would think, not to look forward to the now flexed game, uh, Sunday night football against Kansas City. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you what. When I was watching the game, I was, you know, of course we were losing for the first three quarters. I was really hoping. I was really thinking to myself, you know what? That's okay. This is a this is awakening we need. This needs to humble us because we need to go into the Pittsburgh week fired up, thinking we're ready to rock. And then they just went, came back and win it. Dude, those, both those wins are not typical Bengals wins. Correct. I mean, um, that's the greatest part about both those wins. Well, you know, people talk about um, that this team is not a second-half team. Right. Well, they not they usually aren't. Well, I read somewhere this week. I, I, I really wish I could recall where I read it. Um, but Probably the it, internet. It well, I mean, duh. Yeah, but it was saying that the Bengals down the stretch, and I still don't know what down the stretch means. But um, <laughs> we are outscoring opponents fifty-one to eighteen. That's crazy. That is really super crazy. Like, and the defense alone is outscoring opponents down the stretch. Still, whatever that means, twenty-one to eighteen with the three returns that they've had. Yeah. So this defense is something special this year, man. Well, defense wins championships. You you did tweet that. Three times. Several times. I over. did. Yep. Um, Vontez Perfect is back. Yes, he, he is. The, the count is standing at one game. Did you see Without the... being suspended. <laughs> Can we get one of those boards? Listen, I don't want to see him suspended. I swear to God, I love the dude. I've sold a cell phone to him, and that's kind of my crowning glory. At, uh, at Verizon, I suppose. Okay. Um, but, no, <laughs> I mean... the Maluga at the bank? That was weird. Yeah. When he wanted Big Daddy put on his debit card. Real talk. <laughs> I had to tell him that that wasn't legal. That's not allowed. Um, but, no, uh, Vontez Perfect is back. He looked, he looked in football shape. Um, you know, everybody talks about the last couple times he's come back after suspension or... Um, after injury, whatever, where he came back later in the season, he didn't look like he was in football shape, had to kind of ease his way in. Um, but he looked great, and the defense looked different with him. It's I can't say it enough that how much this dude means to this defense. No, you're right. And I loved uh, last week somebody took um, a video of him walking um, from the stadium to the practice field and put Undertaker's music in the background, <laughs> and some flames. And stuff. Like, By God, he's back! By God, 
the league is going to die. The league is going to die by God. It was hilarious. It was, I mean, it, like I said, it was good to see. Unfortunately, his spot on the roster did come at a cost. Um, Tyler Eifert broke his ankle against Atlanta. He's done for the year. Um, I know we didn't get to talk about this last week. It sucked watching him go down, man. The mullet I thought was going to be the good luck charm. Oh, my dude, I almost cried. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you're, he was your big soft guy. That's true. But that's true. Um, they did bring in a, a tight end who's familiar with the uh, with the team. They brought a uh, Matt Lengel back. Um, he was with the Bengals in 2015-2016. Um, they did bring him back, so that gets us back up to four. Um, I don't know. I mean, John Ross. You know, we we beat him up. On yeah. our last podcast. Yes, we did. The whole city did, for that matter. Or it wasn't just our podcast. Um, but he scored against Atlanta. He did. And immediately pulled his groin. <laughs> he did. And that he, he did. was out last week, but he is back for Pittsburgh week, which I think we're going to need him. Well, I, did, oh. he, he was limited in practice today, wasn't he? Um, him and uh, Preston. He wasn't limited today. Oh, okay, nope. good. Yeah, I think he was limited yesterday. I know Preston was limited. Uh, he was back today. Um, Preston Brown, unfortunately, is uh, still being hampered by the uh, ankle injury that he suffered in week one. He also got a shoulder injury last week, so he's he's getting all beat up, um, which kind of sucks because before coming here, he hadn't missed a game his entire career. Um, but he was limited today. Uh, Gio, Gio's out for another week or two at least with the uh, MCL sprain, which confuses me. Because another move that was made today, uh, Thomas Rawls was actually cut, the running back that we had gotten, uh, who last played for Seattle. Um, that move kind of perplexed me a little bit. That's a weird move. Um, just knowing that, you know, Joe's already had some injury stuff going on this year. Uh, behind Joe, you have uh, Mark Walton, the rookie. Right. And behind him, who you got? Nobody. 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 So, I'm not worried about Joe Mixon. Well, you saw who the next guy up is after Mark Walton. Alex Erickson. Oh, yeah. He did have a run, uh, what, two weeks ago, I guess. Forgot about that. No, I'm not worried about Joe Mixon because in that Atlanta game, when uh, AJ caught that touchdown right on the, you know, in the end zone or Mm -hmm. right there on the line, Joe Mixon came out of freaking nowhere and jumped him. Just jumped, like, celebrating the touchdown. He did, yeah. And no, I mean, was he like, wasn't playing that game. Right? I know, exactly, but he's in street clothes. But yep. I was like, why is he jumping in down? They even mentioned so it on one of the broadcasts. Yeah, I don't know did. if it was radio or if it was a TV broadcast. He they were saying it. that he was all in there, which surprised he didn't get in trouble for that. But a um, couple other things of note from uh, the last couple weeks. <laughs> Geno Atkins is tied for the NFL lead with sacks. Uh, he's tied with both TJ and J.J. Watt. Um, he's also pacing 19 sacks. His previous high in a season was 12 and a half. Um, and he's also pacing 99 pressures. And I believe, if I read it correctly, um, that's second most all time. That's awesome. I mean, and, and Since they started keeping track of pressures. Did you notice his sack this week? He went to the side. Well, you have to. He, ha- he, he learned. He's, adapt- he's adaptable. All right, you got you got to like a guy who's willing to adapt. 
Hey, Greg Bowling's on uh, Facebook. Yeah, what's he got to uh, say? Do you think our defense needs to step up this week to beat Pittsburgh? Absolutely. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But I don't have any. I don't have any doubt about our defense. How, I mean, how much more can you step up than what they've done? Who needs to step up this week against Pittsburgh is our offensive line. Yes, because D, Pittsburgh's D. We we know Pittsburgh's well, D. And I I read somewhere today that uh, Bud Dupree in the last game against the Bengals when. Um, Shazier got hurt. Okay, yeah. He thought that we targeted him. Of course they did. And yeah. he said he didn't find out until after halftime that how it actually happened and that it was Shazier's own fault. And so he said he was actually out trying to get revenge. Oh, yeah, of course the they whole were. time. Of course they were. That's always with the Steelers. That's bananas. And now all of a sudden, Ben Roethlisberger today wants to say, Oh, uh, the league needs to be a little bit less physical. I don't know why they they always have these malicious hits in this game. Maybe because your coaches aren't telling people why people got injured, you clown. Yeah, quit meeting Stormy Daniels in a bathroom. Oh, we're not even going there. Okay. All right. Um, We got also... Is there another question? Uh, Greg said Ben Jarvis Green Ellis has never fumbled before coming to Cincinnati. He did not. True statement. Uh, Timmy says friend of the show has arrived. Timmy is friend of the show. Yeah, he has said that. The Cubs kid. Also, and I don't think we're going to talk about this. Sorry, Tony. But she wants to know how. what do we think about those Red Sox. Um, well, Brandon Phillips plays for the Red Sox. And that's they, all we're going to talk about baseball. They didn't, they didn't bring him <laughs> to, the, to the postseason. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> you got to take that dude. That dude, BP. Um, Michael Johnson and Sam Hubbard both had defensive touchdowns. Obviously, we got to listen to the Sam Hubbard call. Michael Johnson did get the interception um, for the return. That was a beautiful interception, too. Bounced right off dude's helmet. Do you know that was the oldest player and one of the youngest players on the team? Um, it was their both their first career touchdowns. Oh, that's an awesome, cool awesome little, stat. little side stat. That's a good stat. Um, Coming to you first at part in the punctuation. So, the Enquirer was trying to say that the turning point in the game against Miami was Joe Mixon scoring that touchdown. I think it was. I disagree. Oh, really? Because I saw hard disagree, Andy actually fired up after I, that. Hard disagree, actually. Hard pass. So, I think that the turning point was actually a couple plays before that. Okay. When Alex Erickson was returning the ball and then got uh, messed with uh, taunting. Oh, yes. I didn't and see that. And they got the uh, excessive roughness or whatever it was. Um, I think that was the turning point because that gave us another 15, and then they went and scored on that ensuing drive. Um, but I don't know. I just – my little one-up on the Enquirer. Do your homework. Watch a game. Just saying. Uh, keep giving us None all, of them the, all that sweet show. information, though. <laughs> um, if we're going to keep talking like that, then we really need to step our game up. <laughs> we got to step our game up when I'm it comes to best of, best of Cincy uh, week. Um, I did also see that Ooh, Vegas jump. odds, uh, before the before the season, Vegas odds, we were 101 um, to win the Super Bowl. And we have currently jumped up to 21 to 1. Oh, yeah. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, 22 to 1 in Vegas. Uh, to win the Super Bowl, we're thirteen to one to win the North, and we're actually the favorites right now. Um, we're also, side note, favored to win the game on Sunday against Pittsburgh. And we should be favored by two and a half. We've been favored. I think I read seven times 
and we have lost six of the seven times we've been favored. No, I don't want to hear that part. Well, that's actually a thing. I heard somebody, one of the talking heads, um, said that if you're not worried about the Bengals' defense, then you're not preparing your team. Because he said we're like probably one of the most explosive defenses in the league right now. Which he is not lying. Who was it, though, who was saying that? I don't know. I said one of the talking heads. Yep, I don't well, know. You want me to write that stuff down? I, I just need to memorize it. Stephen A. Smith wouldn't say that, is my point. Oh, well, he no. Hates Stephen A. Bengals. Smith hates us. Yes. Um, uh, Greg is saying, uh, is this the year that we get past the playoff drought? I'd love to think so. Maybe. If I feel Andy like stays enough, healthy. Well, I f- there is that. Andy and Joe stay healthy. Um, I think you also have enough young guys here that haven't been around for all the playoff losses that they don't know how to lose in the playoffs. You know, does that make sense? Yes. Um, you know, you got Mixon, who wasn't here during the last playoff loss. You got um, most of the receiving core. Um, you got Burf- half the defense. Wasn't perfect. And Burfick doesn't have Pac-Man Jones getting him all amped up on yeah, this whole true. different level. Do you think maybe that's going to be a turning point? We, never, we haven't talked about that. We haven't talked about that relationship and how now that's... They fed off each other. So do you think that might keep him, you know, so our little suspension chart up there, do you you think that'll keep the suspensions and maybe play level-headed? In the old NFL, you know, five years ago, that's the kind of guys you want out there. Well, yeah, that's true. In the new NFL, where you have to lay a guy down gently and give him a pacifier and a blanket and make sure that he's okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. You can't do those types of things. So, Not in the National Flag League. You no, can't do that. No, no, no. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it's a good thing that Pac-Man's not here. And I think that you hopefully, you know, I mean, Preston Brown was asked one word to describe Vontaze Perfect. The only thing you can say is crazy. I mean, that's a true statement. I mean, we've seen it. First My is crazy. Um, Eminem. So, I don't know who you want to give game balls to this week. Uh, Hubbard. I'm not giving any game balls this week. In Dunlap. Why? Because it was probably the closest thing to a full team win that I think I've ever seen. Oh, you just want to be at the team. I mean, who stood out as like that? I mean, unless you want to give it to... There's so many people on the defense you could have given it to. Michael Johnson, Sam Hubbard, Gino, Carlos Dunlap. Um, All of them had great games. That's true. Um, On offense... Andy, Joe, AJ, Boyd. Lots of guys there, too. So, I don't no, know. You got a, a good point. You got a good point. Uh, notable injuries. Billy Price is still going to be out. He's going to miss Pittsburgh game. Even though he said he was going to be back for the Pittsburgh game, he got a little... Not uh, worried about it. Got a little antsy in the pantsy. But... Uh, Not worried about Trey it. Trey Hopkins has been filling in real well. And um, you know why he's been filling in real well? Because you haven't heard his name mentioned at all. Correct. That's how you know he's been filling out real well. Um, Matter of fact, I heard Lapham uh, today was when it wasn't today; it was earlier this week, saying that it's a possibility that when Price comes back, they tell him he has to go to a different position. He might come over here to right guard. We've been struggling in other places on the line. That's for sure. Um, So Clint Bowling actually didn't practice today. Um, Apparently, he's got a hip injury. Um, Tyler Croft, he's also down right now. Um, so CJ Uzama is going to get plenty of looks, um, which is why they brought in the other tight end. Um, they also have Mason Shrek, uh, who they liked going into the season. Um, 
limited today. Preston Brown, William Jackson the third, Michael Johnson, Carl Lawson. I'm not worried about any of those guys playing this no, week. No, I'm not worried about it. So any other thoughts you have before going into Pittsburgh this week? Preston will, Preston will get a shot this week and he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll get that he'll get that uh, Well that ankle's gonna be lingering yeah, all season. Uh, tape it up real real tight. We good. Um that's your only thoughts before Pittsburgh? I mean, besides the the normal thoughts going into Pittsburgh, right? We got to step it up. We got to play without making mistakes. We cannot have mistakes. Just got to play smart. We can't have. Can't play angry. Yeah, we can't have. Can't Carolina. play vengeful. No, you have to just play smart. Yes, you cannot play vengeful. Yes, that is also a true statement. But you know, according to Marvin Lewis, it's just another week. Just another week. We all know it's not just another week. Well, tell that to your leader. All right. You see football. Three receivers go out to the wide side left, and they are way wide out by the numerals with the ball on the right hash. The Bearcats run it to the left. Warren finding a hole. Cuts inside. Breaks a tackle. Now it's a foot race. Warren to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Bearcats. Warren goes 81 yards, and the Bearcats have the lead. First and 10. Can we just say how lucky we are to have Dan Horde here in Cincinnati? He does the Bengals. He does the Bearcats. Um, I need to get him on the show. <laughs> Good luck. He's too busy. I, I, I know, right? I was thinking about that. Like, maybe I try to get him on the show this week. But like, he does Bearcats basketball, Bearcats too, basketball, right? Bearcats basketball, yeah. Bearcats football, Bearcats yeah. uh, or Bengals football. We'll have to wait until it's just until Bearcats he basketball season. Until yeah. he retires. Until he retires. Um, so, yeah. You see, you see football doing some things. I know it's not Ohio State. They don't, have, they don't have the strength of schedule, blah, blah, blah. All right. As a season ticket holder, let me be excited. Because last year we were 4-8. and eight. This year, nobody expected us to be 6-0. and oh. Nobody. We were projected to win, at best, six and a half games this year. We are doing way better than that. Oh, much better. Um, so I, come, heard, I heard uh, somebody saying today we could be a 10-win team. It's very possible. It's very possible. We, I think, if I if I read it correctly, we are favored to win by like 60% of all of our games except UCF, which we're not favored to win that game at all. I read that. I heard that tonight, too. UCF, we were not favored to win. Um, so we beat UConn. We beat Tulane. Uh, pretty handily in both those games. Uh, did you get to catch any of those, Ed? I did not. I, I listened to it in the truck for a little bit. Um, what did I do Saturday? I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't know what no. you did. Uh, but I listened to it in the truck for a little bit, and um, but I couldn't find it on TV anywhere. Well, Tulane was homecoming uh, this past week. Before that, uh, we beat UConn 49-7 at UConn, which is... What should happen? That's what should UConn happen in football. UConn. Ever tell you my UConn story? No, I'll save it for basketball season. All right. Um, like I said, last week was uh, homecoming. By the way, graders, did we talk about this yet on the, the show? Uh, the new ice cream? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna it have to try it. Ooh, you can't. Oh no, they're gonna pine it. You have to retweet. Ooh, we got to get forty-three thousand retweets. Forty-five thousand. Yeah. Forty-five thousand. Um. PTP already retweeted it. So. Oh, well, hey, we're in there. 
Um, we're in it. We win it. Like, <laughs> we we in this. Um, and it's a win that like kind of. But we did win, thirty-seven to twenty-one. You already heard the call from Dan Horde. Um, Eighty-one yards that Michael Warren went on that run, which was actually the second longest touchdown run in UC history, and the third longest run ever in UC history. Who has the longest touchdown run in UC history? I don't know the answer to that. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it was like Isaiah Pete or something. No, people don't like to hear all the stats that I have to give, so I tried to. Try I hear them down. you. I hear you. Know. you. Um, but Michael Warren so far this season does have 664 yards on the ground. He has 11 touchdowns by himself. Um, he's having a hell of a season. No, he is. It's crazy because he wasn't even supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be Dokes. I don't even know that Dokes is not injured anymore. <laughs> I don't think he's not injured anymore. Um, and Michael Warren's doing his thing. Um they also had a block punt against Tulane by a dude named Ethan Tucky. I no, I, no. I, it just the name was really funny to me. Ethan, <laughs> I don't know why Ethan Tucky. I want to say he's, he should be from Ken Tucky. Um, was that was that your joke? No, I, I on the fly. Um, maybe his dad was Ken Tucky. <laughs> that laugh i hate that button um <laughs> awkward joke awkward laugh so after all this six and oh we are for the first time since 2013 <laughs> stop it um we're for the first time since 2013 we're ranked number 25 um in both the coaches poll and the ap poll um the american conference does have uh three teams in the top 25 we're still getting no love. Nobody thinks that UCF can even make the national championship, like even the Final Four, regardless of if they went out. Um, no one's ever to give us love. Nope. Even though the American has some great teams. Three of them in yep. the top 25. We're us, USF, UCF. The national champions. I mean, they're defending national champions, yeah. Unless you count Alabama. Just I'm just kidding. reading Jim, uh, Timmy's comments about Desmond Ritter. Beast. Desmond Ritter has completely rejuvenated this program one million times better than Hayden. Yeah. I said at the beginning of the season I hated Hayden more. Well, everybody said that. I, mean, I don't hate him. I just, he wasn't the right guy. Or good. Stop. <laughs> um, so... What is this all going to mean for Luke Fickle next year? So I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> I know you want to talk about that. I mean, we have to talk about it, though. Can we just enjoy something awesome in this city before? Like, <sighs> He says he's here, and he's saying all the right things the, the way they all do. Yeah, well, so did Coach, Coach Taylor before he decided he was going to go to TCU. Text forever. And, and that... Dangon Butch Jones. Well, and then you had Brian Kelly. I know, I mean, but we, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about losing our coaches. We need to enjoy this win. Mike D'Antonio. Mike D'Antonio. Yeah, sure, great. They're all great people. Let's just enjoy this. They're all at bigger schools. We're a big school. To who? Xavier. <laughs> NKU. <laughs> Miami. Um... Dayton, Wright State, UC, Cleveland State, UC Basketball, Ohio University. Let's go. 
I don't have a clip up for UC basketball. Oh, that's a fail. Well, I don't think... I didn't, Ed, what do you know about this secret game? I know there's a secret game against Notre Dame on Thursday. Um, in Indy, correct? Yes. At the Fieldhouse. I think that's it, yes. Um, so apparently there's supposed to be this big secret game that no one's supposed to talk about, no media's allowed at. It's supposed to be this scrimmage to see what people got, even though we've had three not-secret scrimmages in Canada. In Canada. Um, I don't know. We'll see if it happens. Apparently it does leak out um, along with the stats, even though it's not supposed to be reported on and all that jazz. Um, well, also Xavier's playing Ohio State on ten twenty seven. Oh, that's their secret scrimmage? Oh, God, I hope they don't beat them. I hope they just implode both teams together. <laughs> I hope, I hope all, no, I'm not going to say that. That's mean to me. Um, Nobody will listen to the show. So again. I'm nervous about the offense for UC this year. All right, so let's let's be on the up and up, right? We lost two great offensive weapons um, this year. And in Gary, the problem, Clark, and in Jacob, Jacob Evans, Evans, which we'll get to both of those guys here. Oh, in a Massachusetts second. is here listening in. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so one of the guys that Mick's been pumping up this week, um, just so you guys are familiar with the guy who's apparently going to be getting a pl- plenty of time this year, uh, Rayshon Fredericks. He's a JUCO transfer. They're comparing him to Pete Michael. I don't know if you guys remember him from back then. I remember uh, Pete Michael. I almost I won so, his jersey. I remember Pete Michael. I got um, a card over there. I think he was a Juco player as well. I think so, too. Um, he was under he was under, under Huggins. Huggins, so yeah, yeah he was. Um, but Rayshon Fredericks, he's coming in. He plays like a 3-4 type position, small forward, power forward. Um, last year, he averaged 17.7 points per game, 10.3 rebounds per game. If we got a guy doing something like that, Bear in mind, Kane Broom was supposed to be that type of guy as well as far as uh, points. I don't know if he had the assists or not like that when he was at, uh, not Holy Cross, he was at Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited to see this kid play, though. It's going to be his first year here. Um, we are, as of today, scheduled to play Iowa in 2019 in Chicago. That announcement just came out. Um but uh, ESPN is giving us um, the number 30. Not give us any love. Basketball power index in the preseason, which is actually the highest ranking to any athletic conference team. Um, so, you know, if we can get your 20, 25 wins that we've been getting the last right. couple of years, I don't think it's going to be a problem getting in the dance. Like I, um, I asked Justin Williams today because he was doing a live chat on the athletics. He... Keep in mind, this is the same guy who was on with us uh, a couple weeks back. Yes. Good writer. Great writer. Um, he uh, he just had a recent... Sorry, I got this sidetracked. But he said we're not going to be a 30-win team, but we're going to have some fan favorite guys. And I mean, it's true. I mean... Jaron already is. Jaron's going to have to step up. Well, oh, yeah, exactly. Jaron's going to be our leader this year. Um, like Timmy's saying on here, that Jaron's probably going to take 20 to 30 shots a game, which is... I mean, he's going to have to. I hope not. He's going to have to. They just can't all be from downtown. No, you just got to get the ball down low to some of those bigs that yeah, showed that true. they could do that last year. That's true. But uh, it's 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 going to be a good season. It's going to be a good season. I think we, so. We will beat Xavier. Um, I mean, we have to play. That's we a bold move Xavier. there, Cotton. What, do you want me to put a timestamp on it? Nope. 
10 10 2018 i'm excited i'm gonna be there 10 03 p.m tickets can i go no she wants to go to that one yeah i gotta sit down in the basement i'm just telling you she went a couple years ago and she said she doesn't want to miss that one again that's fair um so fair couple other guys from uc doing some big things in the nba oh my goodness what you got on jacob evans ed Oh, was I supposed to have that audio ready? Did you not? I can get it for you. Let's talk about Gary Clark first. Well, Houston has a problem. Yes, they do. But it's a good problem. He went sixth in his last game. He did play the Shanghai Sharks. Are you familiar with the Shanghai Sharks? Jimmy Fredette? Um, Well, yes. Last night? Uh, I was making an NBA 2K reference. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because the whole first part of your I've my player that. career is against the Shanghai Sharks. Speaking of NBA 2K, made the Bearcat jam last night. Of course you did. Looks dead on. Nice. Yeah. Um, but Gary Clark's last game against them, he played 27 minutes, 16 points, 5 boards, 3 blocks. That's a hell of a game. That's a, that, that is a hell of a game. Um, what, what's uh, Mark D'Antonio have to say about him? Mark D'Antonio can't believe that there were 60 guys ahead of him in the draft. Do you have the audio on that? I do. Can you speak on Gary Clark and his, how his preseason is going? I think, I think he's played exceptionally well. He's really surprised me. Uh, he shoots the ball very well. Uh, doesn't make mistakes. He's solid. Uh, just a lot of good things. Wouldn't that surprise you? Well, I didn't know his game. Nothing surprised me because I've never seen him play for him in my life. So... Um, I think he'll get keep getting better, but he's very solid. He's, he plays like a four-year vet, which he is kind of through college. Went through four years, so he's further ahead than most kids uh, that come out of college. Um, probably the thing that surprised me they weren't drafted, and that's, that's that's that stuns me that there's not there's what sixty players better than him. I don't think so. All right. So, so another fine for your for your staff then. Yeah, you guys want yeah, to get a guy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, so far so good. Mm-hmm. No, right. We don't get ahead of ourselves. But yeah. Why does he got to say that? I mean, I'm not sure he wasn't drunk. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> I'm not even sure he knew his name when he was asked. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> My name is Mark D'Antonio. Um, so I think it's just D'Antoni. Okay, whatever. Um, D'Antonio is the coach that you see football. That yeah, that's why I got state. it mixed up. That's, yep. that's it right there. Um, so, yeah, Gary Gary went off. Good to see. Um, I think that's the biggest game by any of the rookies between him and Trey Calpain and uh, and Jacob thus yeah. far. No, that's true. I mean, Jacob went off too, but but in a different way. In a whole As someone who's gone through hazing before, (laughs) (laughs) Jacob Evans is definitely being hazed. He's being hazed right now. Real bad. Um, That was uh, him at midcourt, I believe, before a Golden State game, um, being forced of his own will 
to sing Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Which isn't even the best Michael Jackson song. Well, that's maybe debatable. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the Earth song is the best Michael Jackson song ever. You have to be able to tell me what the Earth song is. What about sunshine? All right, oh, that's that was good. Did, quite did you hear the vibrato? The vibrato? Vibrato. What right. about rain? What about all the things that you said we were to gain? What about FCC? Oh, yeah, what about FCC? Shout out to Knifey Lion on Twitter. Did that remix of Jeff Bearding. That was... Uh, that's my new favorite song. It's fire. It's, it is fire. Um, I don't think there's anything better. Just, oh, it stopped. Come back! Come back! <laughs> we got more winning to do! Come back! Come back! We're still to play in the background while we're talking. It's fine. Yeah. Um, FCC. FCC. Um... Uh, they had a 0-0 draw at Pittsburgh this past week. Um, it's still their 22nd straight match without a loss. I, they if, got more winning to do. If, <laughs> if no one scores, you still come out without a loss. Um, and Pittsburgh still has something to fight for because uh, they're still fighting to try and make sure that they win second place. Just wasn't to be. No. No, it's not. Um, not a whole lot to talk about from that game, though. Um, Ledesma, I guess, gave them their best chance to score. Go figure. Um, but, yeah, um, at 0-0, what really do you talk about? There's not much to talk about. Um, there was only a crowd of, like, 3,500. Well, that's probably why can't Pittsburgh, all be Cincinnati fans. I was going to say, that's probably why Pittsburgh isn't going pro. Although, it wasn't a baseball field. Uh, touche. was not. Touche. Um, this week, though, they did reveal the look of the new stadium. Did you see? I did. You know what? I, and I don't know if you're going to talk about it. One of my favorite features is that they're actually going to keep that canopy. Because when they showed the original renderings of it, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. It looks really cool, but it's not what it's going to end up looking like. Because they said um, the same guy who designed uh, Paul Brown Stadium is supposed to be designing this. But it sounds like they are going to keep that canopy and every single seat will be underneath the canopy. So the rains. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, I heard, oh, I don't remember where I heard it from. I wish I remembered, but they said that canopy is also going to act as like a noise reducer. So to keep the noise from going out into the, the neighborhood. Oh, that's I nice. mean, as much noise going out. As much as you can. Which right. means it's going to be a loud stadium. Correct. Loud. I like that. I like um, it too. It's it's a sexy building. The Bailey is twice the size as it is right now. I did see someone compare it to an orange sheet cake. I'm okay with that. I like sheet cake. Um, and lots of people think that there's too much orange. And they also... I, I did see one person say that they thought that it was too new of a style. In For a, the neighborhood. In an older neighborhood. I can see that. Get with the times, man. Uh, I mean... I can see it. It's... I can see it, it. A lot of people, though, are saying it looks like a European stadium. Which, okay. Um, it's a European sport. It is. Very much so. Um, so I don't think that's anything but a, but a good thing. European, on PN, everybody. Oh, 
right. <laughs> this beer's good. <laughs> <laughs> did you just intentionally do that? I did. I was, yes. That was almost dead on. Um, Kawhi Leonard in the building. Um, did you see what the new report was today? Coach Koch actually is allowed to fly a drone over I heard practice that. now. I heard that. I, You're um, missing your calling in. I know. I, I love my drone. Um, no, I heard that. He's flying, which drones will become part of our landscape. Let's be part of, I mean, our sports landscape. Like, I was at Bengals training camp this year, and they literally have, like, a GoPro on top of a probably three-story tall stick to record games. Well, that's so you don't have people falling off platforms a la Notre Dame. Touche. And all that. Touche. But, uh, I mean, as soon as the battery life in these drones get better, yeah, they're going to use them all the time. There's no reason not to. It gives you a whole different look on yeah, a whole different breakdown. It's just like It that, won't be used exclusively. No. They'll still do your standard cams, but, yeah. It'll be awesome. But, yeah, I, that's, I'm glad they're utilizing technology. And I'll tell you what, that's innovative. And last week, Jeff Bearding came to my office. Oh, did he? Yeah. And we had an innovation conference. And uh, Did he tell you had more winning to do? He did not. Come was, back. Come um, back. I'm going to tell him to come back. <laughs> um, but Jeff Bearding is a pretty innovative guy. And I learned so much about the team. I guess the startup of the team that I didn't know before, which... He's passionate about this, man. This guy is the right guy for the job. Everybody already knew that. Yeah, exactly. But he's the right guy for the job. Two minutes about this club, and you know that he's passionate. For sure. I did not know, and I don't know if you knew this, I did not know that he drew up the original business plan for FC Cincinnati Mm -hmm. and then presented it to the investor. So he's like the mastermind of this whole thing. No, I've read that about it. I did not know that. I just thought he was just, you know, who they hired. No, he's not like, he's not like Bob Kraft. He's not like just a fanboy because he worked for the Bengals for years too. Right. He's, he's legit in what he's doing. He's again, not just a fanboy who had, had stumbled in a bunch of money and now has his own shoes. You know, Robert Kraft doing all these crazy things. Um, that's weird. So next up, I believe it's the season finale um, at Nashville, who also is making the leap. Yeah, they are. Um, Saturday the 13th at 8.30 p.m. So um, Hats off to them. Yeah. Do you by chance have the uh, the red sound? Because I got a little bit on the reds. Oh, I didn't know we were talking about the reds. No, I do not, but I do have this. He did. Double dip on the ice cream cone. That's... I just wanted, wanted to play he, that for a while. I just wanted to play it. Yeah. Um, or we could just transition with this. No, I don't want any of that. And now we talk about the Reds. That's terrible. Okay, go ahead. Um, so the coaching interviews continue. Um, I believe we're going to have another blogger talking about the Reds coaching search uh, here soon. Yeah, I don't know when he's going to write it, um, but um, another fan of the show, another Joe. Well, let's not bring him up until he actually. Okay, sounds good. Because I don't want to. I don't want people calling him out or anything. I don't want pressure on him. Right. Um, so so far, we brought in Joe Girardi. We brought in David Bell, who was the Giants' um, vice president of player development. We brought in the. Um, LA Angels special assistant Brad Osmus. We brought in the Giants hitting coach Hensley Mullins. 
I believe he's also a Dutch coach of some sort. Um, we also brought in the Tampa Bay Rays bench coach, Charlie Montoyo. We also brought in the today the Pittsburgh Pirates bench coach, Tom Prince. Internally, we've already brought in Jim Riggleman, John Farrell, Billy Hatcher, Pat Kelly, and Freddie Benavides. Benavides. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Um, what are they doing, man? Well, it sounds Why like you got 11 guys. It sounds like we're actually looking this time. I think they already interviewed the guy. I think they don't want to pay him or or give him the power that he wants, which is keeping Castellini out of the room. Uh, That's fair. He doesn't need to be involved in coaches' decisions. Period. No, you're right. He doesn't need to be. He needs to be involved in other decision making and he doesn't need to be even even involved in player personnel you got um walt jockety you got dick williams they're both supposed to be in charge of player personnel if castellini's the one making final decisions what do you got two guys making decisions for if you're going to either overrule or support their decisions now you're right how many people why do you need two guys too many chiefs not enough enough Indians. indians that's it that's good point as the guy signing checks, you should liter- in my opinion, you should literally just be signing checks. Letting the people who you've put in place to make those decisions make those decisions. You're f- it's fair. So, uh, I believe it. I don't know. I'm frustrated that we don't have a manager yet. I'm frustrated with what's going on with <laughs> all of this. I still want Joe. Uh, and if it's not going to be Joe, I think it should be John Farrell. So, uh, Ronnie says, uh, he, same thing you said. Well, no, it's actually not what you said. It comes down to money. That's what I said. You also said he didn't want him in the front office. I think it's yeah. one, one and two. You got one A and one B. But and, and Bill says we need to keep Castellini around because he well, does some great bingo calling at Red's Fest. Got to keep Castellini around because he's the owner. owner. <laughs> we can't kick him out. Could Jeff Bearding be the owner? Uh, no, he's already busy doing something with a successful team. That word was difficult. It's, words are hard. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Ed. Yes, sir. You ready to round third? I am ready to round before third. Before we do that. Yeah. What, before do we that. have any punctuation pardons? No. Nobody ever corrects us anymore. No. Um, did want to say we had an awesome suggestion from a friend of the show. Happens to be my cousin. Um, we're not going to call him punctuation pardons anymore, I don't think. We're just going to call them Be Better. Be Better. Be Better. So if you have any ways that we can be better, uh, go ahead and tweet us, Facebook, whatever, um, or hit us up on the call line or email. Um, While we're talking about that, Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation, Twitter, at PTP Podcast, Cincy, Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Again, I think we, we do have the phone line open, correct? It's open. 513-818-2077. You can feel free to call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Again, check out our newest blog um, about his Atlanta experience, uh, Who Day, uh, com forward slash blog and I promise I'll have my profile updated before I leave here tonight. Wow. Um, also feel free to email us with any of your uh, 
your blog ideas, uh, pardon the punctuation at gmail.com. Yeah. Hey, and before we get into that, I made a I made a comment on Twitter, or actually it was Facebook, that if the Bengals won this weekend, mm-hmm. I'd open up this pack of baseball cards from 1989. We're not going to do that on the show, though. Why? Because I want to actually video it. Oh, okay. And we'll watch it so we can watch your reaction that's okay. when that's, you chew into a you're a genius thirty year old piece of gum. You're a marketing genius. So gross. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Stay tuned after the show when we actually bring the video up. Uh, when we go live of Ed eating this old, old, old piece of gum. I mean, 1989, man. Still in the wax package. Almost as old as us. Well, that's a true statement. Um, rounding third. Greg said to be better with your Crosstown Shootout predictions. He's yep. already using the new name. I tell Greg to be better in his Cincinnati fanhood. He said X going to give it to him. Ed. Yes, sir. You getting Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm thinking about it. If I could sell this drone, I'm thinking about it. The new one? No, the old one. Oh. Drone for sale if anybody wants it. <laughs> Are you getting it? Yeah. Yeah, I got to. Oh, yeah. You have to because the first one was so good, but it was released in like 2010. So. Or 9. The reason the reason I feel like I have to get it. Because you like horses? No. Okay. Um... So I had this game Gun back in the day that was pretty cool on PlayStation 2. Um, and that was like a Western type game. Um, I did get Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 1. Never beat it. Um, but I got it like as I was transitioning from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3. Okay. They weren't backwards compatible. No, they're not. Um, so I didn't really give it as much a go as I wanted to. Um, and I refused to buy Grand Theft Auto Five a second time for a different console. I did. Of course you did. <laughs> I love the game. Um, but I, I do want Rockstar back in my life. Um, and I don't know when they're going to release Grand Theft Auto since they, like the next one, Six, considering they bring out new additional online play years. Like every other month. So... Uh, yeah, I'm getting it. What you got? Um, what is your go-to candy? I mean, we're coming up to Halloween. So what's your go-to candy? That's a good question. Um, are we talking chocolate or candy? I do just candy. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm a huge fan of gummies. Okay. Gummy bears, gummy worms, lifesaver gummies, whatever. I, I don't know. I like gummies a lot. But if I'm going chocolate, I'm going straight for a Butterfinger every time. Oh. Butterfingers are pretty good, actually. If I'm putting candy on my ice cream, Reese's Pieces are dope. Really? Yeah. That's what Michelle does on blizzards. That's what I'm talking about. When you called me the night I was eating a blizzard. That sounds about right. I was picking them up, actually. How's keto, Ed? I told you to quit keto. <laughs> That's not my question. Oh. Um, did, did you catch anything that happened after the UFC fight? How about that? What did you catch after the UFC Oh, man, UFC I wish fight? I had that pulled up. I thought you would have some of the audio. I wish. Um, you don't have the, the Joe Rogan interview? That's the one I want pulled up. I... 
be better. At. I had it somewhere. I swear I, I did. Figured you did. I, I even, saved it. I even preemptively warned you that there was going to be a UFC question. I saved it somewhere. I just can't find it. But anyways, I did see the melee that happened after that UFC fight. Uh, that was crazy. No, it was crazy. It was stupid what you, crazy. What do you think about his point, though? I mean, he's upset. Like, you talk about my dad. You talk about my religion. You talk about my country. He talks about everybody. He does. How much of this is real? And how much of this is WWE style? I mean, I so that's the first thing I thought about, right? you like, did have the governor of La- Las Vegas, governor of Nevada, some, governor... I don't know what municipality a governor runs. I guess um, it'd be of Nevada. Usually the governor is of the of, Yeah, of Nevada. Um, he ran out scared. He was there and left frightened, running out uh, when everything went down. Well, I don't know that he ran out. He, that's how it was reported. Okay, well, that's fair. But they, they made up afterwards. No. That's what I heard. Not according to the post game, post post match, match. yeah, yeah. Uh, interviews. They didn't make up anything. I mean, it's fair. I, it was just I. I thought about it as soon as it happened. I was like, oh my goodness, are they really just like? Oh my goodness, did I just say that? Oh my goodness. Uh, I said, wow, is this just becoming WWE? Like, are they trying to? Were you watching with children? Is that why you said, oh my goodness? No, I didn't. <laughs> it was. Let's <laughs> just make fun of me tonight. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I guess I did not save any of that audio. Worst. I, I mean, swear was, I hit the was, star on it. the best interview I've ever seen. Just look up. I can tell you what to look up. Something's hot. It's on Joe Rogan's page. There it is. I'm going to pull it up. Um, While I'm pulling that up, is it my turn to ask you a question? Is. Yep. Right. Uh, have you ever been in a hurricane before? No. And if not... Do you think you would attend a hurricane party? Well, so I guess we can kind of count the windstorm that was a hurricane. In 2009 or 2008. Came came through here um, and knocked out our power for like, I feel like some people in the area were out for like three or four days. It was a while. Um, I was fortunate to not have it out that long at all. Uh, Maybe a couple hours. Weren't you up in Dayton still? No. Oh. I had finished college and moved back already. Oh. Um, yeah, that was back when I was working at the uh, the Verizon satellite store for a dealer, not an actual Verizon. And we sold a whole bunch of chargers to people. Um, oh, yeah. Everybody needed one for their car, probably. Pretty much. So, yeah, that's the only thing I've ever been in. Um, but I would totally be down for a hurricane party. So what else I, are you supposed to do while you're waiting it out? I was in a hurricane once. Were you? Um, well, it was sort of a hurricane. It's more of a tropical storm, but I guess it was a hurricane. Hurricane Jacquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Jacquin. It's probably Joaquin. Uh, I think it was Joaquin. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the audio is not anywhere on Twitter right now. Oh, that's because he says my balls are hot. <laughs> Why'd you take your pants off? My balls are hot. There's the whole Fair interview. Fair enough. There's the whole interview. Now you got your vibrator on. Everything's all a mess. Well, who did that? Um, 
What are your thoughts about the Odell Beckham Jr. interview with Lil Wayne sitting right next to him where he calls out Eli Manning and the entire coaching staff? I did not know this happened. Where have you been? I don't know. I'm digging a trench in the backyard. <laughs> well, since you don't know anything about that. Um, Tell me about it. Well, Lil Wayne looked like he's about 48 years old sitting next to Odell Beckham Jr., and like I said, Odell Beckham Jr. called out Eli, called out his coaching staff, said they all need to get him the ball. He'd like the ball 20 times a game. 20 times That's a game? That's what he said. I don't think he understands why a running back can get the ball 20 times, but he can't. It's a little bit different. I mean, you're covered usually. Yep, well, he doesn't think you've been covered. Oh, he's not recovered. Okay. Because he made that one-handed catch. He's the best. Ever. That was three years ago. I don't think he's that good, to be quite honest. He's but not that good anymore. I'll take AJ Green every day. Absolutely. Um, so, speaking of Lil Wayne, though, uh, follow up question. How oh, did you, how did you feel about Well, because he was at the interview. Oh. Um, how did you feel about the new Lil Wayne album after we hyped it so much? Well, that's what I was just pulling up. Um, I actually liked it. I did. Uh, one of my favorite songs. I have a couple songs on there that I really like right now. Um, one of them is um, the Kendrick Lamar song? Uh, no. Oh. Um, took His Time uh, used, uh, used To and Let It All Work Out. Used To is pretty good. Yeah. Um, What's the Kendrick? Oh, the Mona Lisa song? Yes. I don't I don't hate that song. <sighs> that song is my favorite song off the album. I don't hate that song. Hands down my favorite song off the album. I mean, it has a good beat too, I think. Beat if sick. I remember it. Yep. I don't think you can play any of it, though. I think I can. I feel like it just starts cussing immediately. Oh, yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. Immediately. That's why I turned it down real quick. All right. I thought there was a, a clean version on Spotify. Sorry. I sincerely doubt that. I've never I'm seen it twice. Down. It's still in the background. I know, so keep talking because I can't press right. the button. Well, it's your turn to ask questions, so... Oh, gotcha. If you could have dinner with any current or former sports figure, uh, would you... Wait, wait. What former or current <laughs> sports figure would you want to take to dinner um, to ask them questions, basically? Basically, the whole question basically. sucked. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think. It would probably be a coach because I think they'd have the best stories. Really? If they had to take a true serum. Okay. I'm making your question more because um, otherwise they weren't going to necessarily give you any of the details. I mean, sure they would. But if they had to. Are you kidding me? Mick's not going to give you any details. Huggins, Huggins isn't going to give you any details. I feel like, oh, I feel like if you get both those a couple of drinks, you're good. Well, you can definitely get Huggins on a couple of drinks. <laughs> That's not nice. It's not incorrect. Well, oh. um, I don't know. I mean, it'd probably be a coach. <laughs> I think I think Pinella would be a fun one. Um, I don't know. I mean, those would probably be probably some of the guys that I would I'd go with. Those are good guys. Griffey? Griffey might be cool. See, I, don't know. I mean, Greg said he'd take Kobe and Tebow. 
course he would. Yeah. I, I mean, anybody who knows Greg already knew that. He also said Open Letter is a good song on that album. Um, how about that sweet-ass laminated certificate that might also double up as... I heard it on someone else's podcast today on High Noon from ESPN. Um, they, they called it a uh, Waffle House menu um, that Drew Brees got for breaking Peyton, Man- or breaking Peyton Man- Manning's record. Okay, so I only saw the... Uh, where he, after he threw the... T- I didn't see the laminated... Oh, no, they gave him a laminated certificate. It was just <laughs> big... It literally looked... They didn't they they, get framed or it, anything. It was spot on. Because I had already called it a placemat, and they called it a Waffle House. I, could, I couldn't take credit for that joke. But they did call it a Waffle House placemat. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. Who gave it to them? The Saints or the, no, the NFL? The NFL. Of course they did. As there was a guy with white gloves for the Hall of Fame to I take the ball. The football. Yet they still called it a delay of game. Get out of here. They did actually call a delay of game penalty Get out of here. for excessive celebration. Do you remember the NFL when... is there to collect the ball with a white gloved man on the sideline. And you want to call a delay of game? Do you remember when Pete Rose hit 4192? Yes. There they were brought people... a Corvette onto the field. There was a dude running the bases with him. Yes. That jumped out of the stands, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think. That's happened in home runs and such happened, before. Yeah, happened before yeah. I, I know I'm not making up. No, that's happened. I've seen I it. I've seen that, yeah. Get out of here, man. No, because he ran directly to first base on that 41. I'm thinking, I'm thinking home runs. Yeah, I think you are too. Like the uh, the Dodgers one. Where... Uh, it was, uh, no, it was uh, Sammy Sosa. No, there was no one on the field with Sammy Sosa. Oh. He had the little flag. No, that was not that either. Yeah, Sammy Sosa had the little flag. He did that on I 9-11. I'm, he still had a little flag. Yeah, but not during his home run run. Oh, like in the seventy-two. Yeah, McGuire. Yeah. Uh, no, he wore a flag at that point. Yeah, I think so. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I was irritated with all of those things. Like you should have had a plaque made for him. You or something. Sh- shouldn't call a delay a of game jersey? for excessive celebration. A customized football? Something. I don't know. Get out of here. A it, picture of him I almost kids. felt bad for the kid who caught the touchdown, by the way, who's a rookie. It was his first touchdown his in the league. His first touchdown. He's not getting to keep that ball. No, he's not. It's going straight. But now he gets to say his first touchdown catch is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but if he gets another one. I did, I did pick him up in fantasy. Just of course you did. Well, yeah. He did have another one in the game. He had a second one. Uh, later in the game. Okay, well, there we go. Yeah, he's good. He got a second one. What are the top three items on your bucket list? Um, hmm. I've never really been to California. Okay. Um, I've been to the San Francisco airport and spent the night uh, because my flight was delayed to Vegas, and that was not super fun. Um, so I'd like to go there. It's all going to be travel-related, I think. Um, I would like to take my wife to Thailand. She's obsessed with it, and I think it would make her happy, and I think it would be a pretty cool trip. Hey, got something for you. Yeah. It's not playing. Hmm. Huh. Sorry, go ahead. It's going to pop up in like 15 seconds. I, I don't know what just happened. 
Um, is that on our line? I don't know. It's not. Oh. I don't know who's calling me right now. Did you open up the phone line? I did, but it's not calling on our phone line. Well, answer it and put it on speaker. No. No, I'm not, because I don't know that number. Well, we need to be better. Sorry so, about that. Sorry out there. It's not calling on the Google line. It's calling on my actual phone line. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, and I guess the, uh, the third one for me would be... Uh, probably want to go visit Australia. I think that'd Ooh, be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like Australia and New Zealand trip. That would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Um, what's your proudest moment in do-it-yourself home repairs? Um, it's hmm. a great question. What is my proudest moment in do-it-yourself home repairs? I don't know. I I installed a toilet last I night. I guess this basement and I felt like a, a G. I guess this basement is. All right. Yeah. Cool. I remember the old basement that did come through in our hotline. Hmm. Call it back through the hotline. I'm gonna try on the phone. What was your proudest moment? I installed a toilet yesterday. Felt like a G. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I think our Google Hangouts is frozen. It is. We'll have to try that. Can you restart it? I'm going to try. In the meantime, can you play the sound for Bum of the Week? Oh, that I can absolutely do. Or did you have another question? I don't think I had any more questions today. Did I go first? Did you go first? We're all lost on this. We After we played the... It's, oh, yeah. I did have more question. All right. Uh, did Taylor Swift play country music like a fiddle? <laughs> the devil went down to Georgia. No, like, oh, she opened up the AMAs last night. Did she? She's not a country singer. She, she just used country music to get into pop music. I hate her. I was yeah. watching that as I was watching a, a Snapchat video of you walking through store with socks and sandals on. <laughs> I hate Taylor Swift and I hate country so none of this means anything to me well that's good good for her if she did it's a possibility shall we play bum of the week bum of the week cause you're training like a damn bum you know that bum a bum you are a bum you're a bum and that's all you'll ever be a bum well, that hurts, ma'am. That's your favorite part. Well, that hurts, ma'am. That's your favorite part. So I got, I got a couple bums. A couple bums. Um, last week, since we didn't have an episode, it yeah. had to be Joe Madden. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it was me. No, it was Joe Madden. He lost back-to-back games in the play-in and the wild-card game. Cubs were out. There was no offense. I think they scored what one run in two games. I think that's true. Unreal. Um, this it wasn't week, a good look. This week, I'm kind of between two. Um, I, I wanted to say Bob Castellini and the rest of the ownership because they brought in 11 people so far. 
Girardi's the obvious choice. They don't want to spend the money, but they're claiming they're going to spend money this year. And also Ryan Tannehill because he literally gave the game away. So. Hmm. Those are pretty good bumps. Mm-hmm. What you got? My bum of the week is a video that I found on Twitter last night of a lady who her family is on a boat. And I'm a, on a boat! Yeah, I like that. I like that. She got her swim trunks and her flippy floppies. <laughs> and they're in the middle of a sound. And I which want is that song on so bad right now. Well, I can't get it right now. Um, which is you know, like a bay in the ocean or whatever. And their their boat gets surrounded by three humpback whales. The father is like, guys, 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 this is fine. This is fine. This is beautiful. You're never going to see this again. These super... The production quality on that one was great. Facebook is going to kick us off. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it's about to go down. (laughs) I forgot that's how that started off, right right off the jump. We could do that when I do the Facebook Live and I'm eating the bubble gum. But anyways, so he's like, you know, trying to keep his family calm, just waiting for these whales to get out from underneath their boat. And so what does the mother of these people do? She picks up her phone and calls 911. Uh-oh. Excuse me, there are three humpback whales surrounding our boat. We are very scared. Yikes, bikes. What are they going to do for you? Not nothing. We mean not nothing. Here it is, actually, if I can find it. Down, and there's... Three gray whales right underneath our boat, and I'm away. afraid that we might get flipped over and really away. scared. Drive away. Where are we, Darren? Right now, drive away. Drive away. She's called 911. They're in the middle of the ocean. That's the whole call? I mean, that's not the whole video, but yeah, that's the whole call, yeah. Oh. What are they going to do for her? What are, don't go they out. start up the boat. And they, they, this is why I don't go out into open water, man. They start up the boat and left. I don't want to be on a ship. don't want to be... On a cruise, I don't want to be in the open water. My guy Ronnie thinks it's hilarious. He's weak right now. Which part? About the calling nine one one because they're in a boat. Well, all right. <laughs> did you want to call whoever did your? It's everybody? not working. I can't get it back. All right. Well, your sister did. <laughs> you installed yourself a something's full. <laughs> no, it's not. I got the toilet installed just fine. Okay. Great. I can't wait to your Halloween party. I bet. All right. Anything else you got? I don't have anything else. Whoever called, I apologize that I can't get this to work. I don't know what's going on with it, but uh, we'll get your call on next week. Well, we already got a new Be Better for next week. Yeah, Be Better, uh, Ed. Be Better, Ed. This thing worked just fine the other day. Be Better. Well, so... Pittsburgh week, don't forget. We'll come back to you next week, hopefully after big win. Um, oh, yeah, we still got what's in Ed's fridge. In fridge. Oh, I know who it was. It was Ronnie. That's why he's weak. <laughs> Ronnie said it was a voicemail from Ronnie. I can play it. No, I can't. God, we can't get anything working tonight. Alright. play like out loud. What's in Ed's fridge? Well, tonight I have Braxton's garage beer. Hold on. Hey, what's up, Ed? 
What's up, it's Ronnie. I was just calling to chime in when Aaron said that he's never been to California, but he spent some time in the Frisco airport. I'm just at home getting weak on that. <laughs> he knows exactly what happened, because after that I may or may not have fallen asleep at a gentleman's club. Oh, okay. However, right. That's um, Braxton's Garage Beer. Um, what's going on with this one? It is... Oh, snap. This is not a twist top. 4.6% alcohol or 4.0? All right. So, really story don't. about that. 4.0. The, not 6. The same conference that Jeff Bearding was at, uh, Jake Rouse from Braxton Brewing, which, by the way, I failed at both of them. I tried to get a hold of... T- Jeff Bearding. He texted me that. And then I tried to get a hold of Jake Rouse to see if maybe he'll throw some beer our way and sponsor us. And they all left before I could get up to him. It's like the Natty of Braxton. It is their lager beer. And... It's not great. It's... No, what? I don't love it. I like it. I I love Braxton. Uh, their Storm is probably my favorite. They have some other ones coming out that I'm super excited about. A New England Pale Ale. I don't love this one. Oh, well, I think it's delicious. I feel like it's a beer that you can drink in the garage, which is why they call it garage beer. Well, agree to disagree. But anyways, he said this is their um, this is their value pack one. You can get this pack 15 beers for $15. <clears throat> this uh, this revamp I'm sipping on here. That revamp is good stuff, too. Better than garage beer. I have the Rivertown Pumpkin Ale, um, which I know is delicious. It's delish. I know it tastes like pumpkin pie. Because it's the first pumpkin beer I ever had. Basic, bro. That's delicious, brew. Oh my goodness! That's why they put that. Oh, that's the so cinnamon good. sugar they, on the rim. Yep. Oh my! Yep. This tastes like a like you it's melted so a good. pumpkin pie and so put. Good. You could taste the pumpkin and the crust. I'm a basic dude. Basic, bro. Basic brew. Basic, bro. Basic brew. All right, for Ed. I'm Aaron. We out. Peace.